You're listening to Comedy Central. Hey, welcome to the podcast of You Up, the radio show that happens every Monday through Thursday on Sirius XM Channel 95, Comedy Central Radio. This is the best of clips of the week. And honestly, it's not even the best of because all of it is so good. It's hard for us to even choose clips. So there's a lot you're missing out on um, if you don't listen to the show. And you can get the show at going to SiriusXM.com slash laugh. Go through that so that they know you signed up because of me. I think that's how it works. Yeah. So do it. Anyway, I'm in Portland right now at a Starbucks classic um, with my opener, uh, friend of the show, regular on the show, Lil Puddle Boy, Andrew Collin. What up, Andrew? What's up, everyone? Drip, drip out there, all my fans. Okay. Well, he's he does have a lot of fans. He does. They're coming to the shows. Three people, people yelled puddles last night. What? Three people when I got on stage yelled Puddle Boy. Three people, guys. Did you hear that? And many more can come to shows because I've got a lot of tour dates coming up. Andrew's opening for me on pretty much all of them. And so check my website, NikkiGlazer.com, for tour dates. I'm literally working every single weekend until the end of June, I think. So I'm bound to be somewhere in your area, and I would love for you to come to the show. And, um, yeah, and Andrew will be there, too. And uh, your Andrew right now is really stressing me out. He's got his phone out. He's, like, waiting... <laughs> With the phone too close to my face, because Noah, our producer, sends, sends a rundown of what clips she's pulled, and then I send them to Andrew so that I can record this, and then he can be waiting nearby with them, and it was just a little much. Yeah, it was a little much. I was holding them too close to my face. I was uh, a little nervous at the because my timer on my phone goes off, and then we wouldn't be able to see them, and then you would have got mad and thrown hot coffee on me, which you always do, and I'm tired of it. Yeah, I've, I have been really mean to you today, and I apologize. I, we went to radio this morning, and I was, like, not in a good mood. You got upset about the calf thing. The calf yeah. thing really upset you. Yeah, Andrew and I had a calf off um, a couple weeks ago when we were in Tacoma. And um, shout out to Ted Bundy's first victims. Um, I'm sorry. No, because they're all in Tacoma. The first batch of victims uh, were in Tacoma. I'm just giving them a shout out up in the Cascade Mountains. I don't know. I'm obsessed with that show and I'm not being very nice. Uh, I really am giving them a shout out. Like, I honor you ladies. God damn it. This is, I'm going to get some hate for this. Whatever. Um, uh, What was my point? That you throw hot coffee on me? Yeah, I was in a bad mood this morning because we had a calf off a couple weeks ago in Tacoma. Shout out. <laughs> I just keep going down this worm hill. Worm hill? What the fuck? <laughs> Guys, I'm so dumb today. Worm hill. You heard it here first. Okay. So anyway, this morning we're at radio and we're having a tall off to see who's taller and by the way, we are exactly the same height, like almost twin level. Like there's yeah. maybe a millimeter difference and it, it changes each time. So we're probably the same height. But then we were talking about who had better or bigger calves. And he said that people had DM'd him that his calves were leaner. They were leaner. And that's just calling my calves fat. And I won't have I it. I wasn't calling them fat. I just not as defined. That's not fat. They're very... Your calves, mine are like weirdly, like lean, like weirdly. They're like, weirdly chiseled. I I get that. Yeah. Um, but men have. I found out that men have less body fat on their bottom parts because they don't have to like carry babies and stuff like that. So my calves should be fatter. I got offended that some that you had to share these. I hate when people write you things and then you casually mention them, and I'm like, you're talking shit about me with people no, in not. DMs, never, and I don't never. like it. Never. I never. That is very accusatory. And stop throwing hot coffee on me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I, if I didn't like to waste coffee, so much would be in your face right now. Anyway, we got to get to the show. Um, I could do this all day. First clip. Um, is with me and Andrew Santino. It was my first show to do alone in studio for two hours with one person, um, without a co-host, without another comic. And I was a little bit nervous, but he was the greatest first like one-on-one guest I could do. You know, I'm just trying to Rogan out here, guys, and just like be able to spend one-on-one time with one person for multiple hours. And it's it's not that hard, especially when you get a guest like Andrew Santino, who is so hilarious. Do you listen to his podcast, Whiskey Ginger? I had a great episode on there and such a good time. Um, if you like this interview, you should listen to his uh, podcast, Whiskey Ginger. Here's us talking about um, how he uh, he just shot an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm, and I wanted to know about that. Enjoy it. 
So you got a call from Kerr back in the back in the day, a couple years ago, to go yeah. do it, and mm-hmm. then I couldn't do it. And then um, Jeff Schaefer, who's directing them now, who directed the League, I did an episode of the League, which is funny. That show was so popular, I'll still get people that are, I did a character called Dead Tooth. My front tooth was dead. <laughs> so, me and Nick Kroll were going back. Nick Kroll thought I was shooting up heroin in the bathroom, but I was really doing insulin injections. Hilarious. So he claimed that I was a drug addict. Yeah. Um, and uh, I still people that still get dead people that tooth. are dead tooth. Um, but anyway, but Jeff Schaefer uh, and Jackie Schaefer, who created that show, Jeff is now doing Curb, and Jeff was like, "We gotta get you to come in for this thing." Nice. And I got to go in and to Larry's office and read with Larry, <laughs> and it was the most. It was the most fun I think I've had in years just doing the fucking reads before I even got you know did the show because he was just I think what he Were does you so nervous what was it like no, I wasn't nervous but I was super fucking excited to work with to yes. try to work with him like I was just so anxious to be like I wonder what what improv he's going to do with me because they give you little character descriptions right and they're really private they're really weird it's like when you do like you know like Marvel movies don't send out scripts and shit when you get right. auditions for these things they're like we're not sending you shit it's super private locked link mm-hmm. someone will deliver you something you know yeah. And it's like explodes in three days or whatever the <laughs> fuck. But then I went in to the office and he gave me two character descriptions and uh, he just, you just have to fucking, you just have to roll with every punch. You just have to be super prepared because he's, I mean, what am I, who am I bragging about? One of the best of all time. But like he was so good at making up new angles of a joke. That was a really a lead for me. It was yeah. truly to see, are you good enough to pick up where I'm going? Yes. Yeah. That's the that's I think the test that he uses for everyone that goes on that show. You it's not have... it's not how funny you are, it's how good you are at continuing this yes, great story. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. And doing it in a way that's like does it fit the mold of this 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 thing that we're doing because his his comedy is so specific, you know. Yes. I feel like and not everyone can do that. I think your attitude going into this was setting you up for success because it sounds like you were just excited you weren't nervous I was so fucking excited well because so, I wanted to fucking see even if it didn't work out if he was like yeah it's not gonna work out I'd be like whatever man we got improv. to kick it for a second yeah. yeah so tell me how it went like it obviously went great because you got the, the day role. of the show was incredible I don't want to give away anything about the yeah. character because the episode is so goddamn funny but it was me Larry David and JB Smoove JB yes. was so fucking funny man so funny. so funny. He wasn't even in the scene He we put him in the scene like they wow. he kind of walked through yeah and and Larry, I guess, or, and, and or Jeff was like, this, you know, it would be really good if me, if Santino and JB kind of ganged up on Larry, so to speak. <gasps> in the same. I can't so, wait to see that. We did a few takes of it. Maybe that cut will end up, maybe it'll just be me and Larry. This will be but the 10th season, right? I think it's 10 or 11. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it's in a couple months, May maybe, March or May. Oh, I can't wait to I see I know, it was so fucking fun. It was so fun. It was also it was also fun to see Larry be transformed into Larry because he's a really nice, quiet kind of, you know, uh, solo guy you know what I mean like he's not really out and about and he's kind of keeps to himself but when he transformed into the Larry David on the show Larry it was remarkable to watch you go oh there's that guy yeah it's like a switch it was like I um, turned it on I feel the same kind of gratitude and just excitement when I did Conan like doing have you done Conan before yeah I did I did well I did old Conan not new Conan yeah yes so I've done, this was my fourth time doing the couch where I'm just sitting having a conversation and I did stand up once, but um, it just is so. And he's the reason I. Speaking of like a ginger who yeah ugh, hottie uh, hot ginger mm. um Leggy. I love him so much. He's the reason I do stand like do comedy. It's yeah. like I discovered him in high school and was like, oh, this is different and I love it. And he's I, so good. I just he was mine in high school. Like I, my identity was that I like Dave Matthews Band and Conan. That's what everyone <laughs> knew about me. That's how I. You wore a lot of Aero Pastel. I did. I yeah. wore a little bit because I couldn't afford Abercrombie. Yeah, yeah. I know. I trust me. I know. You, American you Eagle it. was up your alley. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, what, what is it? Uh, come on. Wait. Wait. The, uh, puka, Limited puka, puka shell neck, necklaces. I definitely wore and, uh, puka yeah, back so in like cute. seventh grade. But I knew yeah. you. I knew you. I knew you. You definitely knew. I knew me. you so well. But doing Conan the other day was so fun. Did you have the thing of, because I'm on the couch with him. It's going to air, I think, in February. I'll let you guys know when it airs, but they were all pre-tapes. But his new show is just one, he picks one person, like yep. one guest. And I was on the first week of guests. So cool. So I got the best swag bag ever. They gave me a suitcase full of, I got new headphones. I got a hammock. I got uh, whiskey. I got all this cool shit in a nice, nice suitcase. But it was, um, 
it it felt so good because he just is having it's it's more of a casual setting now. He's just sitting down on these like chairs. There's no band. There's no desk, and you just have a conversation. But what I found really difficult was trying to hit my jokes because I had like a set prepared. Totally. I wasn't just doing it podcast style. Like I'll just be funny off the fly. I had like it was like I was, it was harder than doing a set on TV because when you do a set on TV and he goes Nikki Glazer and you walk out and do a set, you have cue cards. So if you lose yeah. your place, I'm not used to doing five minutes. So but I have cue cards. So I never even worry. It's like, oh, I got this. It's, right. just, it's the easiest thing in the world to do a five-minute set. Once you get that five-minute set locked down, then it's easy. Right. But then I, I had two five-minute sets because I did a 10-minute conversation, and I didn't have cue cards, so I had to remember it and have a conversation with him and yes and with him because mm. he's taken my jokes in different directions that I didn't even know and being so funny. Yeah. It was hard to stay present and hear him and listen and also remember what I was going to say, but it ended up being... So I mean, it's just every time I'm there, I just go out and I and I have a plan, and then I uh, it falls away because I'm just like I can't believe I'm here. It's a it's yeah. it feels like the same way you talk about doing curb, which is would be a dream. It but it's it is the same way. Well, Conan, I think is Conan is an exception to Conan is an exception to me that like he knows how to make guests look great. Yes. He's kind of like Carson in that fact. Like, I'm not shitting on the other hosts. I'm just saying Conan does this thing so well, which is like such good uplifting comedy. He's less of an interviewer, more of like a fellow comedian yes. when he talks. Yep. And I think that's such a good, good, great trick of a great late night host. You know, like Fallon tends to be more interviewee, you know, more more gamey, more it, it, it's it's more flashy and poppy. Conan mm-hmm. is more like he's in the trenches with you comedically. That's what yes. it feels like. He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm also with you because he is a fucking comedian. Oh my God, comedian. he made me laugh so hard. Like, you know, I had my set, and he's like yeah. throwing in tags, and I'm like, "That's a better tag than I could ever." Yeah, like, he, yeah, was like that really, he just wrote right there. Uh, it, yeah. I just there were a couple times where I go, "That's so funny!" Like I just like celebrated how funny yeah. he was. You're so funny, Conan. That was Andrew Santino. Um, I'm I'm here with Andrew. Colin, not not as famous, not as tall, not as lean. And you gave him a hell of a hug in that picture. I've never got a hug like that. No, I wouldn't. Why? Ne- Why not? I didn't mean to give him that hug. If you look back at the picture from our episode, I was uncomfortable by it, to be honest, because I was like, you know, we're not that close, but he just need. I think he just needed that kind of hug that morning, and um, it was not facilitated by me. It was all him, and I was just like, okay, and it actually felt really good. I was like, I need more hugs it in looked, my life. It looked nice. It was so nice. It was very nur- – he's just a – he's like a – he's someone that I've, I, I've come to just really um, – appreciate as like a really dear friend i was always just like oh he's funny and whatever but um he's like an an emotional soul and yeah i i that hug was that was some real shit um do you you don't hug anyone like that uh well i try to but then they get hot coffee on me i i'm uncomfortable touching you when we have to take pictures (laughs) together and and there's like a hand on me because you have a wart on your thumb. That Which you love. I, I, that's the only thing you like about me. That's true. He sent me a picture of his wart last night because, by the way, if you haven't listened to the show, I'm kind of fascinated by warts. I <laughs> want to dissect them and, like, rip them out. I'm jealous. Oh, my God. He's showing it to me. I want to kill that thing. I just like torturing it. Anyway, he sent me a picture last night, and I was like... That's the only content I want from you the rest of my life. <laughs> that you should start your own Instagram of so just. So my gift is my curse. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, but I don't want it on me though, because they're contagious. So like, you wanna you like lepers, but you won't hug them. Yeah, like I want to put on gloves and take a tweezers and a scalpel and rip that out of your finger. It's like all I want to do, and I kind of obsess over it sometimes. Like. You guys, this is a weird thing about me, and I can't believe I'm admitting to it in the middle of a podcast, but you know how people like popping videos with, like, zits? Somehow that's okay, even though there's, like, ooze and disgustingness, but I like to, like, dig into a wart, and people are like, that's we- I mean, it sounds weird. I'm saying it. I sound Bundy-ish. It's not weird. Oh, give me a... Don't lie to me. Just move to Tacoma, and while you get a nice batch of warts together, and you can... Uh, I honestly... Give a shout out later. I just... And it's not like the ones that grow on witches' noses. I mean, the ones that are in people's foot that have, like, those seeds. They're not really seeds. They're just blood vessels that have been constricted because they've been cut off. So people, when they go, there's oh, there's seeds in my wart. It's not that. Listen, I know a lot. I think I could be a podiatrist. Why do witches have warts on their nose? Like, I don't know, but I don't like those warts. I don't want those ones. I don't care for those it's very specific what oh my god i will just say tom takar 
would hate this conversation. He used to get so grossed out at my fascination with Andrews. I'm disgusted by it. We're three minutes into this cock, and I'm horrified. Okay, let's get to the next clip. Pete Lee and Carlisle were in studio on Tuesday. Um, and Pete Lee and I had had an adventure the night before at Equinox at their swimming pool. And this is us talking about that. Oh, God, I'd, I had I'd, so much rage. I had pool rage because Nikki was like, take a picture of me while she was swimming. And I'm like... Yeah, we went, we've went. we been swimming. We've been swimming together. Like, we're 12. Yeah, <laughs> like we're 12 like the, years old. Yeah, I, I texted Pete yesterday. I was like, you want to go swimming at four? <laughs> I was like, do you want to do some cannonballs? Yeah, we like, do- it really does feel like summer again. Yeah, what Summer if, break. What if cannonballs were actually good for your abs? They were just as good as planking? You, know, you have Listen. to suck your knees up to your chest. Sam Harris, whatever we think m- might not be... Like, cannonballs could be the ticket to like the best life ever and we just wouldn't know you don't even know but yeah so I was uh, I was taking <laughs> pictures of you last night swimming which I understand could look creepy but I was just I asked a, you to you just you asked me to and we were just in a lane talking for like five minutes with yes. one another and so it's like don't assume something is creepy there was one other girl in the lane she saw us talking at the start of the lane Pete had just finished his workout I was taking his spot in the lane there was one other girl in the lane she saw us she passed by us several times like right next to us. Uh-huh. And she so she didn't initially take offense, but then there was this other nudnik, this uh this this tattletale that um she saw me videoing you in the pool and then I walked past her to get into the hot tub with Jamie and she um instead of like she had an opportunity where she could have said, Hey, were you videoing her or like or were you like what oh, were you doing? God. And she goes over to the girl that we were sharing a lane with that I also shared the lane with for like a half an hour. Yes. And um and she goes, He was videoing you. He like a little chat like like he was videoing you oh and and I walked over to the girl I go I wasn't videoing her yeah and I, I was I was very aggressive I go you I did? wasn't videoing her I go that's my friend she asked me to video her and I did that yeah and, and I go don't tell lies yeah I was like do not tell lies and then I get back into the hot tub yes and, but the problem was like like Jamie Jamie was trying to tell me like don't go video her it's bad at Equinox and all that kind of stuff and I know it's against the rules and all that kind of stuff and so I was already sort of like in a tiff with Jamie because I'm like don't tell me not to do the thing I'm not supposed to do like <laughs> right. I just want to do this and don't tell me I'm wrong and um and so But it I- wasn't it's not bad to film like you were just filming me. Yeah, and I had your consent and yeah. and uh and so Jamie was already like I told you. And so when I get back in the hot tub after that girl after I had the altercation with the girl, Jamie was like I babe I told you and you and sh- then she's telling me why I shouldn't do it. And um so Jamie and I kind of got into a little thing where my point was if we're in a couple even when I'm wrong, you got to be on my side against some other person. Yeah. You know, like like mm-hmm. argue with me and then afterwards right. make it a teachable moment. Right. Okay. But like you got like and I know I was semi wrong in that I'm not supposed to have my phone out. Ja- like Jamie was right. But, really? Well, I mean, she was right in that, like, there's a policy against phones. People mm. could freak out. The fact that, that she called it and then that girl did freak out, you know, like, she she was right in that yeah. respect. But also, even when I'm, even if I'm dead fucking wrong, take my side against that dumb swim cap bitch. Yeah. And, and like, gang up on her with me and be like, that's her friend instead of, like, so now I'm in two fights. Oh, God. And, um, and then. I'm so sorry. All because, because I'm a you, narcissist. <laughs> no, no. Like I wanted, like hey, that was a good Instagram post. It was worth. It was a great Instagram post. You're, no, it wasn't. But it was you're you're awesome. a really good swimmer, and you're my friend, and I want like I wanted. I don't to know take when I'm gonna swim again. I wanted to right. document it. That's right. Yeah. I thought it was. I've cool. been swimming Live your life 18 years, and I wanted to document it that I had done something. And and who got? That's the thing. I hate being in trouble. I think most people do. It's mm-hmm. like if you just, I, I'm not doing anything wrong. And I just get really defensive. And because all I want to do is follow the rules. I hate being in trouble. But um, so I'm sensitive about that phone stuff too. But you didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. And I, I, I get that same sense of like, but Equinox makes you feel like you're in trouble all the time. All the time. You're always doing something wrong. Even, even though they stole from me. Yes. So One I- of their employees stole from my locker, opened my locker with their master key stole went through my wallet picked out the cash and credit cards or picked out the cash and gift cards left the credit cards behind left a CVS coupon meticulously went through my stuff what about the cameras there's no cameras in locker rooms yeah because of because because of tits (laughs) tits and puss 
So there's no that's it's a it's a lawless land in those locker rooms. Anything goes. There's no documentation of it. I'm Shazamming in the corner. So maybe I caught something. <laughs> like that sounds like someone rifling through your wallet. I ran into my friend. <laughs> we distinctly know that sound. I should have that turn. I should have had it turned on. My phone was in my bag. That's so funny, Nikki. Yeah. <laughs> that was Pete Lee and Carlisle Forrester in studio on Tuesday. Um, Andrew wasn't on the show this week, but generally you would have been there on Wednesday. What a show that was! Oh my God, we had Kyle Dunnigan and uh, Michael Rappaport who. He is making me laugh so hard. Michael Rappaport suggested that um, because I liked the Bundy documentary, which, by the way, I'm quite obsessed with. It's all I want to talk about. It's, and I'm, I'm holding back on this podcast a lot. But um, he recommended this other documentary called um, uh, Abducted in Plain Sight. It's, like, it's, it's another one that is really people are talking about on Netflix. And it's a movie. It's not a, a series. And... Um, and he was like, man, I got to warn you. It's, it's really, really weird. It's really weird. And he was warning me over and over. And I was like, I'll check it out. And then I watched it the other night. And boy, is it weird. And um, in, sh- in short, and it becomes, this isn't spoiling anything. Um, a, f- a whole family gets abused. And um, the, a man becomes obsessed with a little girl in this family. So he befriends the whole family and fucks with all of them in order to isolate the girl. And it is so like much worse than you did. think it's going to be. It's like the what? The most recent guy who killed the parents and then abducted the girl. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll get a documentary about that in 20 years. Because this. One. I really hope it's a good one. Yeah, by then it'll be some other streaming platform. <laughs> like, want great. Oh, that's gonna be a great doc. Oh, I, I really think about that now. When when there, I read about murders. I'm like, oh, I want, I can't wait for that doc. Yeah, without murder, we're not gonna have good content on Netflix, which is gonna be another comedy special. I was actually thinking about writing a joke about how the new like bedtime story or like the new princess story. You know, when girls are like, someday my prince charming will come. It's now like someday I'll get murdered and there'll be a documentary and everyone will celebrate me. Like it's kind of a new it's a new thing where we glorify the victims uh, as we should. Well, Joan of Arc we killed. Joan of Arc we burnt to death and now it's pretty gl- glorifying now. That doesn't what are you talking that she's not a princess, dude. Oh, she was a witch, right? Oh no. Okay. <laughs> My point is that like if you we all want to be remembered like that's you know that's a thing that human beings strive for that in death you just want to leave a legacy and what better legacy than to be murdered and have a documentary about how your life was taken too young i'm i'm not yeah. even trying to be funny i'm kind of being serious okay. kind of like i sometimes i'm out on jogs and i'm like if i were snatched and murdered that'd be a way better story than if i just like die of a brain aneurysm not that I want either. Yeah, I mean, we're both praying for both. Okay, maybe they happen simultaneously. Wouldn't that be ironic oh, if I get great. snatched and, and yeah, and, well, no, and you die of natural causes and he in someone's closet? Yeah, he doesn't even get a chance to murder you. Oh yeah! Oh my you god! Show him. I show him. Yeah. <laughs> you got to wait till I put the mic in your face. You're having some great lines. And I think it picks up. Yeah, Okay, the next clip is with Michael Rappaport and Kyle Donegan. By the way, Michael Rappaport's um, appearance on my show got some press. He went off on a Pete Davidson, Ariana Grande rant, and um, some outlets are picking it up. In fact, Us Weekly said that he said he blames Pete Davidson's suicide attempt on Ariana Grande, that he blamed it on her on my show, and that's not what happened. I just want to say that is not what I got from that conversation, but... Listen, I appreciate the press. I appreciate the Google alert I got for that false article. I'm sure Michael appreciates it, too. Thanks a lot, Us Weekly. You guys are doing the Lord's work. Anyway, this is a conversation with Kyle and Michael. Um, but, uh, Kyle, you're dating. Uh, or, no, you're not no, dating not anymore. Dating. I, I got off all apps. It didn't go well. Did you you want date dating apps? <laughs> I did apps. I went on a few dates, and I said, no, thank you. And I, Why? I, they, are, they, are, they, are the they people you meet so on the bad. apps I just nuts. had the worst date. I had three <laughs> terrible dates in a row, and I, I said, All no. local? Like Los local, Angeles? Local, yeah. Yeah, I had one girl. I couldn't imagine being sweat. single in this in this shit. I, I, I know. I, how did you meet your wife? We dated 
years ago. Like we 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 actually dated like ninety one to like ninety five. Oh, nice. So we 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 knew each other, and then I married another girl, mm-hmm. and we had two kids. Right. We got divorced, and then you know I was you know being daddy daycare one week, and then a fucking savage. The like it was like on and off. It was like daddy daycare savage, daddy daycare savage. <laughs> yeah. And then you know, and then me and my my wife, uh, we we reconnected, and we've been together for, for nine years. I oh, love that. That's yeah. good. so you didn't have to go back out on dating apps or anything. I was you didn't do that like stuff. The, like the the app game wasn't popping right nine years was, ago. You're right. Like I mean, there was it was sort of new, but there it was, was like you could go online. Yeah, and I could profile. rather just no go swiping. like out. It would be easier yes. to just go out. But like the, I, I I can't imagine like the the DM Tinder. These what is this other app? I do app? love the idea that someone I don't have to go on these apps. I'm not going on these apps anymore because. But isn't that the new singles bar? Like, isn't that the new way? Like, yeah. Like, I, it, it seems it, like it would be you could cut right to Kyle, it. Kyle, I think it's not a good you and setup, I should though. subscribe to the same thing, which I realize, and, and not many people have this luxury. We're both well known enough that a girl that is going to be into you should know of your existence at some point. Like she should be into comedy enough that she should be aware of you. I don't really. I'm. I, no, I don't, you want I, someone who's never heard, doesn't like what you do for a living, and I, isn't. I don't really want them in- to be not a like think what I do is terrible, but. If it's some accountant and she just doesn't follow comedy, but I like I like her. You're not she's gonna not going to like you, yeah, She's not, she's not going like to like you, that accountant. <laughs> she, I, I already like know she doesn't like him. Any guy. Why do you, yeah, she's not fucking with you, the she accountant. She might like me. No, I don't think she's going to go uh, for you, No, I, I don't think you're going to like an accountant. I think you're kidding yourself to think that you're going to, you're going to like someone. Leave that accountant past. alone. Move on. It's not working out. <laughs> I, I don't see myself meeting anyone. My circle of friends has disappeared. Oh, man. Right. And, uh, you know, they're married or they left show business. Yeah. Or they just they just don't want to fuck with you anymore. I That I I have like, yeah. My, yeah. Been, like I'm not one. I'm so scared that when I don't want to. I don't project this stuff. I hope it's in 50 years because I don't like to play with these words. But that when I do pass, like my wife's gonna have to get like paid extras to make it look uh, like, yeah, right. like I had people show up. <laughs> no, yeah, I, no. I, I I do think about my funeral and how sparse it would be at this moment. I'm so but I'm scared of that. Yeah, I'm so <laughs> no. That's where people be. come yeah, out you'll of the be world. In that fainted feeling. Yeah, you but at least I'll be like, on. yeah, no one showed up. No, that's like, not what true. What a fucking cocksucker. No, you'll people be. You'll be will, good. Pe- people, you might not have any friends when you die, and that you they shouldn't be there but people because they like to be associated with a tragedy will show up just yeah, because they what want what if everybody they're old too like if you're older like people know, like to, I, funeral, to get out of bed it's, you want people to like but guess yeah, what you'll be know. dead and it won't matter because know, you won't I be able know, to see your own funeral it's a it whole doesn't legacy matter. you'll probably be on that Oscars uh, oh, memorandum that's, that's, that's a good on, death I, if you make it on that right I've been on two movies yeah. So I'll I'll probably make You'll it. You'll make it. If I don't make it onto that my mom, whatever it is, my memorium, of your course life is a you failure. Will. Even if like you just get the the blip thing. Dude, mm. you'll be a you'll I better be, a be on that. I better I, I don't know. I don't care. You'll about, be the last one where everyone goes, No. Right. Or they all clap. Not or Michael. you'll be forgotten and it'll be the headlines of like right. why wasn't Michael on there? My 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 Twitter fans that yeah, Yeah, all, that might be better if they forget you. That might yeah. be better. Right. It's kinda like you're unheralded. Yeah. But I just really <laughs> think that and I've just uh, resigned myself to this that if because I, I was going out on these Tinder dates with guys who had never heard of me before which is I understand like not having heard of me before but if you haven't that means you don't like comedy it doesn't mean like whoever I'm meant to be with is gonna find me and then they can just DM me on Instagram and that's <laughs> that's how they'll find me I don't if if we get together and you don't know who I am or the world I live in then I don't like you because I don't like guys that don't aren't funny Do and you, don't like good shit are you on that are you on that that like cool persons dating app yeah Raya yeah you're on that yeah 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 so, and it is not a cool person I got it is the biggest losers I was on it is town. it the losers oh dude it's just I call it DJs I mean, jumping off of yachts lose. yeah DJs it's all DJs and all the and you come off so and I'm, I'm saying this not um uh, <laughs> did you do a sexy picture no, but I realized, listen, I realized that you have to do that because I was leading with pictures that like actually look like me. If anything, I would undersell so that when I show up, it's like, ba-bam. Yeah, right. right. But then I figured out that every girl uses a ba-bam picture where she's yeah. lying. So then they think that your normal picture is the best you can do. Right. So they go, well, I'm not going to, because this girl's going to show up and be at least two points lower than this, where I'm giving you a, a seven when I can, when I can mm. be a ten, when 
my version of a 10, I, I, I save that. Now I have to leave uh, with 10 uh, because everyone else is. You but, were on there too? Yeah, and I did the same thing. I, w- I would take them down a couple of notches because the pictures are you know, usually their best yeah. Photoshop. Oh, yeah, you would situations. take. So, God, I wasn't I'm getting swiped on. So, shit. I was like, uh, why am I not getting swiped on? It's because I wasn't leading with the hottest picture of myself that people could then take down from. Because you think, but you've been deceived before by girls that show up and they're an extra person bigger. Yeah, I had one Why girl, would a girl do them. that? Wow. Why? You got to watch the girl? hands. The, the hands and the arm length. Yeah. Whoa. The hands, hands and the lie. arm, like, because hands you can tell, like, the hands might be fatter. Then, you know, you might, like, the you can't, you're not going to go out of your way unless you're really a fucking nut job and you'll probably wind up, like, yeah. like a kooky, photoshopping your hands. And the arm length. But this is, this was, these, these were old pictures. Point. This must have been 10, these pictures were like 10 years oh, old. Oh, oh, oh. So yeah. she was, she, at one point, she That's did kind look of a like catfish. This. A little bit. I, I just got off Raya again. I just deleted it from my phone. So I'll be back in a couple months when I want need that validation uh, I again. Just, but I just was getting messages from dudes that were asking me out, and I'm like, I don't want to. You seem nice. I don't want to go out. Way to do you. things because it's it goes from like a picture, and then like you're on this date, high pressure. It's good to work with somebody for months. There's stress. Yes. You work out problems. This whole the way it, it goes down is is Man. not conducive. Uh, yeah, I, I would agree. Be fucked up with that shit. I, I it's so but I I love it's validating the matching I get with that. people feels really good and you get a hit of oxytocin when you when you match with someone and then beyond that it just is oh, it the, doesn't and the texting I want to call and I might do this if I FaceTime a dating. bitch and I don't mean girl guy like no, I'm like you're right uh, you know I I find that yeah. FaceTiming you're like, absolutely the, right the, like my kids they. they they, all, they communicate through FaceTiming. They do. They just cut through it. And then, like, I, and then I also, like, the really famous people I know, and I don't know many, but it's mostly, like, athletes, like Shaq, that's my guy, or Snoop. These are, like, people that, like, I was like, oh, shit. And you always think it's, like, fake, because, like, I'll be like, oh, yo, what's up, Snoop? And it's Snoop. <laughs> but I think, I yeah. think people do that because you could get to it. Yo, what are you doing? Yeah. It's not, like, this 17 hour right. texting. Right. And you can see from texting expression. Yeah. Like, we're going to get coffee in five minutes. Because yeah, sometimes yeah, yeah. you get along with someone on text and they're so charming. They're so funny. And I'm, I've been like, this dude's my husband. He's making me laugh via text. Like, it, and then you get in person and they're not funny. And the tone of the voice the could be voice, weird. The voice is so important. FaceTime it. You should it, just you FaceTime it. Right, new, new idea. New invention dating yeah. <laughs> app where they just talk it's not a picture of them it's them talking with a paper you know it says it's the this date and they go yes. hey I'm, I'm so-and-so even the quick little video then you could know what you're getting and yep. you hear a voice. You hear a voice. Tone. And and yeah, there's no pictures. Your little fucking fat hands. My friend I see your fat hands. Carlisle uh, yes. Forrester, my friend, has a joke about that, like having a newspaper, but there's not newspapers anymore. She's like, just t- take the Trader Joe's fearless flyer. It's like the most <laughs> reason because there's no like actual newspapers. But that's a really good idea because voices are so key. You don't realize how attracted or unattracted you can be. To and someone sarcasm, by a voice. you can read through sarcasm. You mean yeah. you can right. hear? That's yep. another thing about social media. That when we I got a rap on this point. Go ahead. Well, getting in trouble on Twitter if you read it, and I found when I do the videos, you can hear the sarcasm. Right. Yes. I've I've offended so many by writing it by texting and then having no, I I didn't mean as a joke. Oh, my mom and I miscommunicate via text. So the people the closest to you in your life can't read through your tone on text. So why can you do this? So aggressive though to call somebody earlier. But it's time that feels. Agreed. Uh, I feel like I'm Agreed. intruding. It's, it's, it's hard. It's uh, Guys, this has been like one of my favorite shows ever. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here so early. All right, we're back. I hope you enjoyed that um, snippet with Michael and Kyle. Um, we're still at Starbucks in uh, Portland. It's raining outside. Tomorrow we're going to go to the Nike employee store. If you are from Portland or know anything about Portland, there's like this Nike store where you get um, to shop all Nike brands for 40% off if you get an in. And someone messaged me on Instagram. Shout out. Thank you so much. And they put our name on the list. We're going tomorrow. How do you feel about that? I feel pretty good. I mean, I uh, I need a new pair of shoes. I just can't afford the 60% part of it. So. Yeah, the, the, even with the discount, it's going to, yeah. yeah. Um, but I'm excited. I think we should check out the actual Nike headquarters. That'd be dope. It would? Why? I don't know. You see... Where Nikes are made and stuff. I don't know. If we want to go see where Nikes are made, we should go over to China. And that'll be an... I'd rather see that, to be honest, um, than whatever they present here as... I I put something anti-Nike out recently. um, Because this woman at Equinox had a a Nike 
shirt on and she just drew a sharpie over it with a, a circle like a no smoking sign like anti-nike and everyone was like why are you why are you anti-nike the collard and kaepernick they're the ones that and i'm like yeah that's cool thanks that they did that but that doesn't mean that they haven't it's just i'm more anti-consumerism and brands and like and i am going to nike tomorrow and i'm going to get some black new nike air maxes how many champion sweaters did you just buy and and how many different colors i know i have four new champion sweaters in four different colors i hate brands and i I, i'm i hate all the shit that i'm falling for starbucks i i'm disgusted with myself that i drink starbucks every day multiple times it's just i'm addicted and I'm addicted to brands, and I'm addicted to shopping, and I'm addicted to all the things that make me feel better associated with all these things that I feel guilty doing. And, yeah, I can't help it. But I'm not going to pretend that Nike's a good company just because of the Colin Kaepernick stuff. They, I'm sure they're doing some shady shit. They used to have sweatshops. We all know that. I think they fixed that. They did. But apparently, they apparently fixed it. I mean. I can't imagine the working conditions are that great, though better than opening for you though I mean, that's a good point you might get some shoes out of it who knows what's going to happen tomorrow okay the last clip of the show was from thursday's show and we're talking ted bundy and um and just being general screw-ups uh, nicole buchanan comedian nicole buchanan has a new podcast called the screw-ups podcast that you should check out in which she talks about all the ways in which she screwed up in life. She's a hilarious young female comic who I just am so excited about. And then Jamie Lee, who um, was a guest on the show a couple weeks ago, and I couldn't wait to have her back in because she was incredible on air. And I just, I know you'll love this conversation. This was one of my favorites of the week. So enjoy it. And um, yeah, I really relate to feeling like throwing away wads of cash. I've done that before too. That. I've literally said, I wonder how much cash I've lost over the years. Not just like lost on things, but I like think about that literally too. lost. Nobody else is related to me on this. They're like, you're crazy. I no. can't believe that happened. I've thrown away money so many times cleaning out bags. It happened recently. I- I've had to call two clubs in a row and be like, I lost the checks. Two clubs oh, in yeah, a row. Oh yeah, I had that this year too. And they, they reached go, out Nikki. and they reached out recently and were like, yeah, like, did you just not, or they'll be like, did you not cash that thing? And I'm like, oh shit, I think I lost it. It's I know. It's like so embarrassing. It's, I find old checks that I did, that I've direct deposited, but I didn't write the X on it. So uh-huh. I go, did I direct, like, I'm a mess. Yeah. I and it's okay. I did, I did like this, uh, I did a gig on New Year's Eve for like this like private rich people party. They handed me like an envelope full of cash, like a lot of oh. cash. And then um, immediately I went over to Jeff Ross's house and I was hanging out there and like I just remember like hanging out having a good time being like what's this paper in my back pocket and throwing it away yep you remember it and then like the next day like I was like I wonder where that money went maybe I left it in my car and then I was like I'll figure it out later because my car was a mess like sure. I'm not gonna go I was, that's the I nice just thing about figured, being a mess is that it's somewhere yeah I just figured yeah. it was in there and then like a few days later I was like actually looking for it and I was like oh my god and I remembered that moment yes. and I was like I threw away this money and my mom I was telling my mom my mom was like why don't you like call Jeff and like ask if you can go through his garbage I was like I'm not gonna that's humiliating I'm not gonna be like I threw away money in your trash can can I go through your garbage from a couple days ago like no you should I probably should he probably would have respected that how much cash was it can I ask I honestly I don't even know because they paid me like a flat amount and then it was tips and it was like it was like a hundred like super rich drunk like so Persian it was men. It a was lot of a money. lot of money. It, it was, was a wad. For fuck. sure, like a, like for me, I'm poor as fuck. Like for it was more than no, I've done I would the ever exact be. same thing, Nicole. Uh, I've thrown out envelopes of uh, stacks of money, like fifteen hundred dollars before. And there it was probably I'm so that, sorry yeah. that that happened to you because that it does make you feel like you're so stupid. Yeah. How how irresponsible and messy am how disorganized am I? But let me just tell you there are people listening that have had the same thing happen. It happens to everyone. We're all just if there's too much going on and you were doing the right thing by cleaning out your pockets, you know like yeah. Yeah. whatever you threw that out you were doing yeah, you were, you doing, were something doing the good. right yeah. yeah. And you were trying to be good and you just made a mistake and it's okay. Uh. And I, I, but I've had 
I've had that stuff happen to me, and it devastates you for months. It'll send yeah. shivers down your spine when you I'm think still, about that cash. Like, I still am like, you fucking dumb, stupid bitch. Like, why would you do I And those are the things, like I say to myself, like, I've worked through so much in therapy, but this is something I've never been able to stop doing is just being like, oh my God, you're such a dumb, fucking stupid bitch. I do bitch. think meditation helps with that, because yes. I have those thoughts. Well, it's more in the past now, which is crazy to say, but wow. I had them yeah. so bad for so long, and meditation stopped it stopped the beating up on myself. Yes. I still do it. I'm not like cured. No. But the the amount is way less. And when it happens, I recognize what's happening. Yes. Which, I mean, the fact that I'm sitting here saying that truly is crazy. Because it was like my number one pastime was like, let's just shit on myself today. And you're someone I look at and I'm like, she's so, like her hair is always smooth. Her makeup's always, like you are someone that I project a lot of perfection onto. Me? I'm like, I wish I could be like Jamie Lee and like I bet her her house is always like the I bet it's like not dusty and there's oh not shit laying God. around like, like uh, of course that's not your life you're, yeah, yeah, you're yeah, a flawed yeah, yeah. person just like yeah. any of us but it's nice to hear that from you um, because I do think of you as someone like that but that's what I'm saying it's like important to talk about this stuff because we all feel chaotic and like we're we all make mistakes like that where you're like what was I thinking like I you know there's someone you could hit someone with your car you know because you're looking down at your phone or something and that doesn't mean you're a bad person but like that could happen to any of us because we've all looked at our phones while driving yeah and the person that does hit someone when they're texting is just like we're all I don't know what my point is about that. Like, I don't know that I plan on hitting someone with my car, but I hope that if I do, I end up at a place where I can forgive myself uh, eventually. But I don't. I'm just saying, like, we're all. It. This world is insane, and it's we're juggling too much. So if we throw out money, it's okay. And nobody talks about it. No one. Like, it's so refresh. This whole show is so refreshing because I'm like, why? Like that that's the real shit. That's what's actually going on. Yes. Like the whole like Instagram highlight reel approach is so it's so destructive. Yep. It's so destructive. And then there oh so oh no, go ahead. I I, I well I was just gonna say on that note, sorry, really quick. I was gonna say that then the whole thing on Instagram of being like, No, I keep it real. Ugh, this is keeping closer. it real is worse. Yeah. Because uh, it's not really real. You're doing it for attention. It's a real. filtered, yeah. And exactly. I hate when I I see girls with no makeup and their skin is flawless. That's why you posted it, bitch, because your face looks great without makeup. Exactly. You're, I'm not proud of you. <laughs> I, I'm like, uh, that's when I see real, like, acne and real cellulite, like, then I'm like, okay, that makes me feel good. But it actually makes me feel worse when someone's like, this is the real me. And I'm like, well, still looks perfect to me. Yeah. It doesn't make me feel better. And I, you know, we all are more, that's not to say that that person doesn't feel imperfect and they're, they're sharing a p- version of themselves that they hate and mm-hmm. so I don't mean to invalidate that um, but uh, there are some times where I'm just like you're right this whole being honest thing there's oh it's okay. glossy honesty even it's not taking, real honesty throwing away money is real honesty it it's so and it happens all the and time it's I'm something so, I'm so man. embarrassed to admit and like um I mean it's the literally the whole reason Losing I started things. it's the whole reason I started my podcast that's why it's called screw ups it's literally just about fucking up and that's all we do it's just like talk about times because that's the whole point is like yeah you fuck up but then it's it's gonna be okay and I, that's comforting I'm gonna listen to that I literally told yeah. my dad like don't listen to this because you'll just be so disappointed in me. Uh, like, I'm afraid he's listening to this and it just heard me say that I threw away cash and he's gonna be like Nicole you irresponsible like, no you know <laughs> what I this is actually I, I one time got a brand new computer spent like $2,500 on the bet like it was a huge one of my biggest purchases early on and I was like, I deserve it. I've been using junky ones, lend me, mm. uh, hand me downs for years. And it was the first thing I bought with like my MTV show money that was short lived. And um, I was so excited about new MacBook Air. Mm. Day one, day one, I spill a gigantic glass of water all over oh it. My gigantic. God. Shuts down. <laughs> it's one of the most devastating things. Because, careless, why am I having a glass, a huge glass of water next to it? Don't know. Why would because I even have blankets that I'm shit. moving around? You know when a blanket hits a water? Oh, yeah. you don't know the, the yeah. width of a blanket? Sure. So, and the first person, I remember walking down the street after that happened. I mean, 
that was one of the deepest depressions it I've ever been thrust into oh was my that. God. Um and I remember I was seeing a therapist at the time, thank God, but I remember walking to the stand that night across town and walking by a dog and I was like, I want that dog to bite me. I need to be punished for what I've just done. No. I want I wanted to, it was a self harmy thing. Like I've when I got caught shoplifting, I that was the only time I've ever cut myself. I've like I never related to people who cut. I was always like, oh, that's, that's not that's not my thing. You know, there's a lot of other things that are my thing. That's never. But there was something about getting the humiliation of being caught doing something wrong. Mm. When I got caught shoplifting when I was 19, I went home to my dorm. I couldn't tell anyone because I was too embarrassed. And I just was like, you need to be punished. for. Th-. And I got off. She let me go. Didn't call the cops. So there's no formal wow. punishment. And I just grabbed a little scissors and I just did it. And I, it felt so good because I wanted to be punished for this for being an irresponsible bad person. And I felt the same way after I ruined my computer. I was like, I want to be punished. I want that dog to bite me. And I remember telling my therapist that and she was bad in a lot of ways, but I remember she goes, <laughs> she was she was so bad in so many ways. But one piece of advice that I've said to myself over the years when I do lose something throw out a wad of ca- cash or, or or break a computer or lose my expensive sunglasses that I just bought the other day, which is something that happened. I have no idea where I put them. I oh, care about them so much. I have but it. I, I, yeah, I don't. This I'm is like, why how I don't did buy this expensive happen? sunglasses anymore. I care about for that them. very reason. Why am I such an irresponsible They're piece of so shit? They're so hard to keep up with. It's their fault. It's their yeah. fault. And, um, and we all do it. But she said to me, you already lost your computer. Isn't that punishment enough? And I was like, I didn't even think Whoa. about that. Isn't the punishment for you uh, having thrown out the cash, the fact that you lost that cash, do you yeah. really need to pile on and tell yourself you're a piece of shit on top of that? No, the punishment has been served. You did your time. Move on. Because that is a punishment in and of itself. And I think we we just want to, we don't want to let ourselves get away with things. And we want to ne- continually feed this narrative that we are flawed in some way and that, uh, it's, and that it doesn't bad. help. When someone does something wrong and you yell at them for it, it's been proven it doesn't work in making them not do it again. Right. So it was punishment enough. And my point about the computer thing was that, yeah, she told me, um, uh, uh, yeah, oh, oh, and then the first person I called, and your dad thing just reminded me of this. The first person I called after I ruined my computer was my mom because I knew my mom's response would be the scissors in my wrist, which is, Nikki, no, why would you have water next to your brand new? Why would you do that? All the voice in my head yeah. that I wanted to hear. And, and and so make sure when you do this again, because inevitably you're going to throw away cash again. Inevitably your car's going to get broken into again. It's going to get towed again. All these things are going to keep happening to you because they're part of being human. Don't call your dad or mom. Don't call the person that is going to reinforce the negative things that you're already going to tell yourself. Yeah. Just keep it from them. Yeah. Because the... I, I realized I would always call my mom with these catastrophic things because I knew that she would cut for me. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't need to do that. I can just grab a scissors. I, 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 I'm just kidding. <laughs> but like, I don't, you just, you don't, calling a parent and letting them say the thing that you know that they're going to say to you is a, f- a form of cutting, I've realized. Ooh, I've done that so many times so recently true. where I've gone to text my dad, like, I just did this stupid thing and then been like, no, why are you going to do that? Like, you he know doesn't need his to response. know. You're an adult. He doesn't need to know. <laughs> it, and also, yeah, you're an adult. I remember going, the, my, first therapy session with that woman I was like you know I'm I'm really stressed out because I'm buying a mattress and I don't know that what kind of mattress I want and it's a big purchase and I'm going to the store and I'm trying and I I can't commit and I'm it's plaguing me that I can't come up with a mattress so I called my mom and she goes wait why did you call your mom I was like because she's like good at like figuring out buying things and like where to go and she goes is she sleeping on this mattress why do you need and I was like I don't know why I'm calling I'm calling her because it's a stressful process and I want to add more stress to it is why I was doing it. Or like, yeah. it's you don't need to call your parents as much as yeah. you do. Yeah. That's and, so and That's something I learned and I don't do it anymore. And I it's, can't believe she flagged it. Like, wait a minute, back up. Why, why did you call your mom? Are you sleeping with your mom? Yeah. Is your mom sharing your mattress? And I was like, no, I don't need her input at all. Sometimes it is healthy to go to your parents for things when they actually can help. But when you know you're going just to reinforce how you already feel, uh, you already feel it. Don't do it. Cut it off at the pass. So it's also yeah. yeah. It's also interesting how it's like, it's like oh, we, we like we think we're like such bad people. We're like I'm so bad. I'm so I, I'm so terrible. I can't believe I did that. And it's like that is the number one sign you're not bad. The fact <laughs> that you have 
like your conscience telling you like the fact that you have any like remorse or regret like it's a sign that you're like a very thoughtful yeah self-aware person that's a good point too because you're right if you didn't sociopaths have it so easy because they don't they don't feel think bad. about it it's the dream it's I've always secret like I listening to Ted Bundy talk about and this isn't spoiling anything but hearing him talk about stuff he had done and be like I don't feel any guilt because guilt is a is a it's it's an illusion and I was like wow he doesn't he truly doesn't feel guilty about anything he does yet I feel guilty about losing my sunglasses like I want what's a little sprinkle of what Ted yeah, Bundy yeah. had yeah just give me a dash of sociopathy me, yes that was the show uh, wait Andrew Andrew just asked uh, to t- me to tell him what the clip was about that you just heard and I told him and I said Nicole threw out a, a, a wad of cash and what did you say I threw out $200,000 when I was 25 years old how I bought a, a Mercedes. Oh, I bought a truck with Spinner. It's like a big, like been Tundra. It's like $45,000. And then I traded in for Mercedes. And then I bought a house that was a sh- foreclosed on, short sale. Six months later, I bought it for 210000 And then it was worth 60000 And then I spent all my money on bottles, strippers, and, uh, and uh, I was left with nothing. And now I'm here. In Portland. Strip cap, strip club capital of the world. Are you going to go to one? Of course. <laughs> Are you really? Yeah. When? I don't know. Maybe tonight. I, I don't know. You want to go? No. I don't want to see what you look like turned on. No. <laughs> He's making a face right now, and it is not. But you know the t- type of face that guys make in, in strip clubs? I'm usually, like, I love it because it's just so funny to see men, like, disarmed and kind of defenseless. It's like you guys, it's like we're tickling you. You're all just, like... You just, like, have no... Like, when you're turned on and looking at naked women, you don't... You're not thinking clearly. You can take advantage of these men just by looking at them and laughing. I love it. But I don't want to see your face like that. The problem is, is you can... You get into it, but you can't get too into it because you can't come in your pants. Yeah. So it's the face of happiness with holding back. So that's why you get the half... You don't get the full excitement face. Yeah, you're you're you guys are struggling, and I love it. I just love that like slack jawed, like kind of dumb face that guys have at strip clubs. I I love it. I think I'm like turned on by it for some reason. Like I think it's so funny to see guys just like stupid, as stupid as they can get, and and they they come there and spend all their money, and no one really likes them, and they're. And these, they're convincing themselves that these girls are actually into them, and they never are. You, they never are. I know some. I know you are. No, no, no. There's been strippers that have been into you. You could have taken them home. Maybe you did. I went out with one. I went out, and then I got arrested. Oh, that's right. Um, that's a great story that Andrew has, and I'm not going to let him tell. But um, what was I actually going to say? Oh, I made Andrew switch his hotel room. Did you switch? Yeah. Now I'm right under you. <laughs> are you joking me? Uh, they put me under. Yesterday they put our hotel rooms right next to each other, and I was like, "If Andrew hooks up, I don't want to hear him like making noises." <laughs> exactly. Let's leave it on that this week, you guys. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Um, tell your friends, um, post about it on your stories, do whatever you can to drive traffic that way. Rate and review. I'd love it all if you did it. Thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. You guys are great. Squirt, squirt. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.